Hi there, and welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. If you'd like to learn more about us and our many upcoming author events, please visit skylightbooks.com, where you can browse our inventory, buy books, and join our Friends with Benefits Club. You can also follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. To speak to a real live bookseller, please call 323-660-1175. Thanks for your support, and enjoy. so much for being here. This is so fun. There's a tree. There's you guys. It's really confusing and great. Um, so I, I thought before we got into uh, meeting each other and taking selfies and all that fun stuff that uh, we would talk to each other like human beings. Um, so I'm here to answer any questions that you guys might have book related or otherwise. So let's have a little Q&A session and then get into um, smelling each other's body odors and taking photos. Cool? Okay. And Anyone have any questions? Feel free. Yes. Favorite ABBA song? Favorite ABBA song? Um, oh gosh, there's just so many hits. I mean, they're just a factory. Um, I would say "Take a Chance" is really, really great. Great message. Um, you know, repetition is key. Really great. Uh, also, have you seen Mamma Mia? Yeah, Mamma Mia is just an ABBA concert. That's all it is. It's like some little story, and then they literally just sing three ABBA songs at the end of it to the audience. My mom loved it. It was great. Um, so, yeah. Yes? Do you have a favorite type of deodorant? A favorite type of deodorant. Oh, God, that's like choosing a favorite child. Um, any and all of them that work at all, any that have an odor that is pleasant, I would say. All of the, when someone says, like, this is an odorless deodorant, that's like an oxymoron. What? The, yeah, it should be smelling and masking uh, the terribleness that's coming from your person. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm Dove, I want to say. Great packaging. Yeah. <laughs> My rep from Dove is here. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, yes. Your favorite Oh, no. I should have listened to the songs completely. <laughs> I just reviewed the album last night, or uh, about 10 seconds of every song. I got to say, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was really great. I also just started following her on Instagram, uh, which has changed my life 0%. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Uh, I, I don't... I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that. I'll have to like drink some wine by myself and like really hear the lyrics for what they are. Yeah. What's that? Do the <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't even think she really laughs like that. I feel like I just made that up. I was like, she does this, guys. Trust me. If I do it enough, you'll think she does. Yes. How's Goose? How's Goose? Um, Goose is my dog. She is great. I think she is still. Uh, she is in a a facility where. Um, people are loving her and treating her really well while I can't be around her um, as much as I want to, but I'm really excited that when the tour comes to a close, she'll be able to come uh, hang back out with me, which is great. Also, she's a dog and has no idea what's going on. So, <laughs> I don't feel that bad when I get really like sad about it. I'm like, she's a dog. 
like she's getting food and treats and like love from human beings and that's all she really needs so it's more on like me being selfish and being like I want her near me all the time but she's uh, but she's good she's good and hopefully uh, there'll be more time for her to like hang out at my new place and, and be sweet yeah um, yes okay how are you Oh, well, that's not true. Um, you didn't read the book, so... <laughs> um, uh, no, um, it's just not a true thing. No one's perfect. That's what's so cool about human beings. Uh, and then this answer, clearly really perfect. So, uh, yes? How was How was my recent vacation? When was it? <laughs> Um, it was good, I think. I don't know what day or time it is right now, um, but I believe it was positive. That's what Instagram is for, to go back and remember the things that you don't remember happened. Um, I, yeah, it was good. It was nice to... Oh, yes, I wasn't online for a couple of days. And that was actually really, really nice and really taught me something about the benefit of having a separation between Internet because I am, like all of you, I'm sure, so, so... Like, I love social media and I love all those sites that literally I, I will have my phone in this hand and then reach and be like, oh my God, it's gone. It's gone. Everything's, oh, oh you're back. Like, it, it's getting to a point where I really need to, like, check myself and make sure, like, eh, we can still exist without this, right? And um, that vacation was proof. So it was, it was really nice. Yeah. Yes. What was your favorite part about making the book? My favorite part about making the book. Um, was sitting down and actually writing. Uh, I hadn't done, I've been making videos for years and I don't really write the videos before I make them. So it was, uh, there was a system to that of like sitting down, turning on a camera and talking. And writing is a very quiet activity that you have between yourself and just paper. Um, and it was great. It was really stressful and um, hard at times, but it was super rewarding. And to think about, like when I wanted to write this book, I knew that I wanted to make it a little bit more personal than my my videos had been, and so it was it was nice to actually like tell stories about my life and to like recount things and people and stuff that's happened in the past, um, and also kind of sad to do like oh yeah I repressed that for a couple of years that's back write it down, um, so it was it was a really cool new process of of creating something in a way that I hadn't done for a while. Yeah, I really like that. Yes. Um, oh, oh, at the same time! No, just kidding. Uh, let's, pink lipstick and then stripes. Um, <laughs> You're all human beings, I swear. <laughs> um, how did you possibly find the time to write an entire long book? Yeah, that's uh, to be determined. Um, I don't know. And I, I've said that this before, that my parents have instilled this theory in me that I can do anything I set my mind to, which is really positive and great, but also um, kind of terrible when you think that you can do every single thing you set your mind to at one time, and you convince people, and then real professional deadlines occur at moments where you have a lot of other responsibilities. So it was it was six weeks that was um, really great and really stressful and really emotional and really um, trying, but 
and that I think made for a better book. Had it been this like perfectly easy experience without any other conflict, I don't know that it would have been um, a- as motivating. There's something to be said about giving having a deadline that really like forces you to be creative, even when you're not feeling like that. Um, it, it was it was really bonkers. But the thing that I also learned is that there are time for things when you are forced to make time for things. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Um, yes. Um, you mentioned before that um, you went to school for screenwriting. Yes. I was wondering if that's still something that you would want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, Mamrie wrote Camp Dakota that uh, we shot last year, which was really awesome. And um, we are working on a couple other projects that hopefully will come to fruition. And so it's been it's been really great to think in to think about stories in different ways. A lot of what we do online and a lot of this book is all very personal stuff. So it's really fun to to create something that's completely made up but, you know, infuses little things that come from your personal life because I think that's the best way to write is to write based on people that you have experienced in your life. Um, I, I hope so. I don't have any, like... I'm writing this screenplay by the end of this year in my head yet, but eventually, if the opportunity presents itself and if it feels like it's a cool idea that's worth spending time on, then yeah, definitely. Yes? Uh, Oh, wow. Jeez. Um, In terms of living or visiting or just overall experience? Living. Living. Let's talk about your issues. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's too deep. <laughs> um, so you, but you live here now. Yeah, I'm, I'm from LA. You're from LA. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, but you're thinking about going to New York. Yes. I okay. I like both cities for different reasons, and I feel like they affect people differently, obviously, because all humans are different, unless you're twins. Oh, sorry. Um, the I think I'm really glad I did New York first and then Los Angeles, only because New York, I feel like if you're born and raised here, and I, I don't know you, so I don't know what your personality is like, um, it, it's just a completely different experience. And I think if you're going to move anywhere in general, regardless of whether it's New York, LA, or you know Minnesota, like you have to be open to the experience and be open to the way life exists in that in that place. New York is very fast and furious and there's people there all the time constantly and there are buildings everywhere all the time and there are problems that arise without your uh, being able to control them um a lot. So I think that New York ultimately makes you a problem solver and makes you like have to deal with a bunch of stuff happening around you all the time. Whereas Los Angeles, it's a lot easier to get away from things and to have private time. And in New York, it's a little harder. But that said, New York has an energy to it and like an effervescence to it that is so unique and so exciting. And I've gone back and forth in the past couple of weeks for the, the this tour, and it's been really great to now go back and visit New York. And I encourage encourage everyone if you have an inkling to see what it's like living anywhere to just do it because you'll never know if it's going to be the most wonderful or the most terrible experience of your life unless you do it and then either way write a book about it so (laughs) yes on comedy writing, um, tips on comedy writing. Um, do it uh, if you want to. Oh, sorry, there's a dog thing up there that kind of looked like goose, and I got distracted for a second. What it? Is she? 
it's oh, it's wearing a scarf. I thought it was eating a skinless leg. I was like, what is happening? Um, okay, uh, comedy writing. I would say, um, what type of comedy writing? Just any in general. Very cool. I, I just do it. Keep writing. Put yourself in classes. Put yourself around people that are also doing things like that. Um, improv theaters are a great place to go to be surrounded by um, like-minded people that are really inspiring on a lot of different levels. And just keep writing, I would say, is the thing. Like, Just constantly have ideas and constantly put stuff out there because, I mean, I've been making web videos for six plus years now and my first videos are not good uh, but they I'm really glad that I've kept doing them because I feel like now I'm a lot better at them and I've grown in my comedy viewpoint and that sort of thing so the more you do it the better you're going to get unless you have some sort of like mental breakdown or something like that then I can't help you but yeah keep going uh, yes okay so we know you don't like geese and swans are just try harder yeah ducks they're fine, I guess. They're, I mean, they're neither here nor there. Um, duck as food is f- also fine. Um, I, yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. They're, um, they're not that impressive. Though, I did see a Tumblr post of a guy that designs clothing for ducks, specifically. And those ducks were great ducks. <laughs> A duck that's naked walking around? Terrible. A duck in a turtleneck? Are you kidding me? It's fantastic. Enlighten yourself. It's a really great time. Uh, yes? My favorite book? Oh, I, I, okay, this is going to sound very juvenile. Harold and the Purple Crayon? It, yeah, it's a fantastic book. And I read that over and over and over and over again when I was younger. And one, I kept thinking, this looks like an, a, a bald adult that's dressed like a baby right now. And then two, how does he draw lines so straight? I don't get it. Uh, but it's just such a fun, simple, simple book. Um, and some of the best ideas that exist in the world are so simple and so pure that um, that I I think that is my favorite. Yeah. Yes. I know this is a long time ago, but um, how did you like the UCLA game? Because really Oh, how did I like the UCLA game? Um, it was really cool. I went to a college that didn't have a football team, so anytime I go to a college that has a football team, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is so cool. Also, fuck you guys. I wish I had this. It was so super fun. Um, and I like to pretend that I'm, I know what sports are. So I liked screaming. And especially when uh, you're surrounded by like middle-aged men that definitely are kind of like living vicariously through the athletes on the field. Like I love just like going along with them and be like, yeah, no! What? Oh, fourth and ten? What? Ouch! <laughs> it's really great. And also, you guys have a ton of school pride. And uh, that marching band... What? That was great. That was fantastic. There was like too many of them to fit on the field. And I was like, more. Bring more out. <laughs> Let's do this. More percussion. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite section of the book? A favorite section of the book? Um, I would say 
in hindsight, looking back, the thing, the two sections that I'm really like proud of myself for even like exploring were the section about relationships and the section about anxiety and uh, and that sort of thing. And they're the sections that I've gotten the most feedback on because I think they're the most personal issues for human beings across the board. Um, and I was really hesitant to talk about anxiety and panic because it's like super popular right now and like everyone talks about about it so it feels a little strange to also be like yeah me too I'm doing this too look at me I'm also in on this but that's the thing about it it's like me too I'm I have this too like everyone has some layer or level of panic and anxiety and it's once you are able to really see that it makes it a lot easier it doesn't make it the easiest thing in the world it makes it a lot easier to to live with that um and it makes it a lot sillier and uh, just a lot more like communicative to to know that other people deal with it too to feel like you're part of this other group or this other like society of I, I don't know it it felt really nice to put it out there and i think for anything that you're struggling with once you put it out into the world it makes it a lot less stressful and i have an eyelash in my eye sorry i'm not crying about anxiety right now i just, these people put fake eyelashes on me and now they're going rogue um Yes. Oh wait, you already asked a question. How dare you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's that? My internet friend has a question. Oh sure, your internet friend. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, hi, internet friend. There's two of them. Oh, two. Wow. Yeah. Technology is crazy. What's the question? Um, they wanted to know what your viewpoint on internet friendship was. <laughs> oh, it fucking sucks a dick. <laughs> uh, it's no, it's great. Uh, I mean, like, to uh, the, Hannah Hart, my best friend, one of my best friends, I met through the internet as an adult, and it, it's it's real. I think it's awesome, and a lot of people think that like internet friendship's not real friendship or that there's some like diluted sense about it but because of the world that we live in and because of the way we share and communicate i think it's it's a lot easier to find really authentic friendships through the internet and when Hannah and Mamrie and I do shows and people come up to us after shows and tell us like we've met our best friends or we've all come and see the show together and we met through Tumblr or something like that it's awesome it's so so great because a lot of my adult friends and everyone that I've met through the YouTube community I've met through the YouTube community I'm seeing James right back there and I'm so excited that he's here because like this is a internet friend that I get to see for the first time in real life tonight like crazy yeah guys subscribe uh, okay uh, yes uh, what are your thoughts on Lord and Lana Del Rey my thoughts on Lord did they have a fight no just them in general Lord and Lana Del Rey in general oh, just so many thoughts on them um, I don't think a minute goes by that I'm not wondering like what are they doing are they okay are they eating eggs what's happening um I, I think they're both great and fine, and I think they're they're artists, and I think they're probably way cooler than I'll ever be. Um, they got great hair, cool lips, excellent eyes, you know that sort of thing. They do music. You never know. I mean, it's so the music industry is so bizarre to me because 
we form all these opinions like so many people think so negatively about Nicki Minaj and this sort of thing and I just like she's marketing herself and she's in this industry where she, they they sell themselves based on these like characters that they're creating like Lady Gaga to me is one of the greatest comedians of our time like she is so ridiculous it's hilarious that I you just never know what the real human is underneath that so I give everyone that puts themselves out there in that way that has to deal with like such harsh criticism constantly so much credit they're doing something creative and they're putting themselves out there into a world where people really really love them or really really hate them and it's really hard to deal with so yeah I think I think it's great go for it go nuts just don't be a terrible person (laughs) at the end of the day yeah. What's your OTP? My OTP. Uh, at this moment, me in bed. <laughs> it's great. Um, my OTP. Oh, oh, okay. One. Okay, this is a newfound OTP that I didn't realize was my OTP. Um, Mamrie Hart and Flula. Like, that's like a solid winning combo. 10 out of 10, like, so great. I just want them to, like, go on the road and make some, like, show together. I think that they're they're really, really just... Uh, and if you... Uh, them even, like, off-camera together are, like, the most hilarious... Because they make each other laugh so much. And when people really make each other laugh, it's, like, my favorite thing in the whole world. And so every time I'm around them, I feel like I'm just watching, like, Mamrie and Fula TV and not even, like, communicating with them, like, in a peer way at all. They're fantastic. So I think that's my OTP at the moment. Yeah. Um, Gresser or, or Hartbig? Gresser or Hartbig. Some questions should forever go unanswered. Uh, um, what about, what, uh, what about um, uh, uh, Ch- Chana? <laughs> yeah, has no one shipping Chana? I don't know oh, Chester and Hannah, I just made it right now. Yeah, Tumblr that shit. Yeah, someone Photoshop. Photoshop like a uh, Photoshop Hannah onto Ellen and Chester onto Portia and just <laughs> see what happens. He's got that blonde hair in Rock of Ages now. You don't even have to add the hair. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I ship Chana big time. Or what? What was the other H- Hester? No, that's stupid. Channa. Channa, big time. Which can also be Channing Tatum and Hannah, which is just Hannah with herself, essentially. <laughs> um, any other questions? I think there's time for a couple more. Yes? Um, kind of a two-part question. Sure. would be with, what would you say your largest setback in life was? Okay. And how would you get past it? Sure. And the second thing would be, uh, what would you uh, say the number one value that your parents instilled on you to you That's two really, really fantastic questions. Um, I think, I'll answer the second one first. The number one value that my parents have instilled me with, other than this idea that I can do anything I set my mind to, is the idea that the only requirement I have as a human being is to be nice to all other human beings, that no one is better or worse than, than me, and that we're all trying to get through the same existence together. Um, we grew up going to church and, uh, and doing like the whole like Catholic thing for a little while and then that sort of faded away and my mom realized that like the only thing she really cared about having in her children was a good heart and uh, and I, I really thank her for that because living in a lot of different places and, and traveling you see a lot of people with not so good hearts and you wonder like it takes so much energy <laughs> to have a terrible point of view about the world and to be really pessimistic and it doesn't take as much to be positive and happy. Um, and so that that's definitely one thing that I 
advocate across the board. I don't care what religion, what uh, the political party you're affiliated with, what age or gender or race you are. I just think if you're nice, great. I'm all in. Um, and then I think my biggest setback, hmm, my biggest setback, I think it, it's just uh, getting started in something is so hard. Getting started and like really, I, I'm, I, I consider myself a workaholic by nature and being in New York and trying to do the whole comedy, you know, TV film route of things and like auditioning for, uh, for different things and, and, and putting yourself out there constantly and getting rejected by things is so hard to deal with uh, because anyone that wants to get involved in the entertainment industry, it's like the most arbitrary industry to get involved in and you're literally signing yourself up for constant rejection it's like such a weird thing that we do and that's why YouTube was such an amazing uh, thing that developed in my life that it was oh I have the creative control to put whatever I want out there. I don't have this like gatekeeper person that's telling me, no, you can't talk about Target in this commercial because that person can talk about it. You're like, what? Why? Um, and uh, Yeah, I think that was the biggest setback. And so I, I always tell anyone that wants to get into a- anything that you just have to start doing it. You just have to uh, be consistent and be... Um, be persistent let yourself acknowledge that this takes time like it is so unsatisfying to get something overnight like that it's so much more satisfying to feel like you've worked really hard for something and to feel like you're really proud of something that you've done um yeah i think that's the biggest setback uh yeah if I were to write another book, what would it be about? Um, hmm. I think I'd call it Game of Thrones. Uh, and it'd just be about my love of thrones. Um, I, 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 I really, really loved writing this book. I would love to write a book that's more of a fiction uh, at some point, but I kind of love the idea of writing more, like, kind of tongue-in-cheek guidebooks because there's so many like guidebooks out there that tell you this is the definitive way to do something and I think that maybe that's not true so (laughs) what if you talked about it in a less definitive um, silly but still hopefully inspiring kind of light what that is maybe like beauty-ish area, something like that. All the boys are like, yeah, (laughs) tell us about makeup. Um, I'm not totally sure, but I know that this has definitely um, infected me with the want to write more. Yeah. Um, One more question, right there. Yes. Um, Why did you decide to actually write a book, and how did you go about choosing the topic? Sure. Uh, I so I decided. To, I knew that I, at one point I wanted to write a book. At some point in my life, it felt like that was a really like tangible thing to give to people and a really uh, like a, a hard thing to accomplish. And I really wanted to do that. And both Hannah and Mamrie, my two closest friends, sold their book ideas. And I've been raised with a very competitive spirit. And I was like, well, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> so I, I allowed myself to really sit down and think about what I wanted to write about. Um, 
And I was super obsessed with self-help books when I graduated college. I read Eat, Pray, Love and was into that whole, like, well, we got to find ourselves. It's the only way I'm going to succeed is if I go to Italy and I eat all the pizza and then I go to India and I pray it all out. Uh, and so uh, and then all of these other self-help books were, were really great and inspiring about wanting to figure out life and that sort of thing. But I felt like they were all a little generic to me, um, and, and not maybe not to a lot of other people, but I felt like a lot of them just kind of repackaged the same information in different ways. And so I really wanted to write something that's not a Bible. It's not like the end-all, be-all way to live your life. It's simply like, hey, if you are interested, here are some personal stories of experiences I've had and some things I've learned from myself that have made me a much happier person. And maybe this resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't. But hopefully it starts a conversation between you and either the issue issue that you're dealing with, or the person that you're dealing with, or um, the, the animal that you're dealing with, the spirit and real, who knows. Um, so I, I was really, really happy to put it out there, and at first the idea was it was going to be completely ridiculous, there wasn't going to be like a solid piece of advice in the whole thing, but once I started writing it, I realized I wanted to make it real. I wanted it to be entertaining, but I wanted it to have real nuggets of information that I think are really valuable to me that, you know, I, I've shared so much of myself and my brain online that I wanted to continue to share, but just in a, in a tangible form now, and that I can't see if you've thumbs up it or thumbs down it, which is great. Um, so, I, yeah, I think that's going to be it for questions. Thank you guys so much for your questions. Again, um, yay! We're all, yay, everybody! Um, so I think the best way to do this and I, uh, I will brag openly about this it's one of my special skills is I'm really good at taking selfies so uh, I, I would love to take selfies with all of you guys and sign the books and, and meet all of you and say hey and uh, I'll be super super happy love family strangers cool <laughs> awesome thanks guys you've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series don't forget that you can listen to this and all of our other great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. Today's music was provided by Young Jesus. You can check them out at youngjesus.bandcamp.com. Thanks again for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.